Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond, Jedi Todd, and of course, producer Joe back at ya. Let me ask you this. Are you really in charge of your life? <laughs> or have we been brainwashed and programmed slowly and secretly? The mind is a powerful thing, but is it really? Is there a plot to exert mind control over us by the government? What do you think, Todd? <laughs> Todd, mind control? Really? <laughs> this episode is this. This could also be the liberal indoctrination episode. Ah. They're, right? They're they're trying to get into our brain. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting topic for sure. <laughs> what happened to Todd? Can you hear us, Todd? I just think of mind control as a chip in the brain, but you can't hear him either, right? No. Okay. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm like, it's not me, is it? No. Very delayed. Well, he's like frozen now. Todd, yeah. you're frozen too, dude. Look at that smile too. That's a good one. We should screenshot that. Know, right? That is a classic Todd. Nice smile there. <laughs> yeah, he's totally frozen. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is about mind control. Is that what we're doing? Yes. yes oh, man. <laughs> we got to get back to the conspiracies, Joe. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'll tell you, I don't, I don't, I'm not like opposed to this one. I definitely think there's, that's got to be on, on, on people's minds, if you will. Like, right? How do you keep people in check? Like, how do you keep them obedient? And I, th I do think a certain about um, a bit of mind control is is very necessary. Not necessary, but helpful if you're trying to fuck with people. That makes sense. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They control us with all these Google ads. You know, they just want to keep us shopping. <laughs> did you right, did you see the new TikTok challenge where the the kids are uh, cooking chicken and Nyquil? No. What the hell is that? Yeah. Two days ago, the FDA came out and told kids, like, listen, stop doing that. Also, don't eat the chicken. And even if you don't eat the chicken, just cooking chicken in NyQuil changes the chemical composition. And what you're breathing is now toxic and can kill you. Yeah. Wow. Idiots. Idiots. Um, here's the other thing. It, it's occurred to me, too, I think, like, a lot of these challenges, Jedi, are pranks. They're, they're not, I mean, right. they're, remember the right. cinnamon challenge? 
I think the people who originated that, that's all edited. They didn't really inhale cinnamon, but right. everybody else did, like fucking morons. Yeah, so, they're just doing it for clicks and likes. Or oh, whatever. absolutely. Right. And you, you're like, oh, I should do that too. I'll get clicks. And it's like, you're not going to get clicks, you jackass. You're going to fuck <laughs> your nasal passage up something fierce. And that's what ends up happening. But yeah, I see a lot of these channels like behind the scenes stuff. And it's a lot of green screens. Right. People doing flips and all like none of it's real. It's it's all and and people, you know, unfortunately, people don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I you know I don't understand why even grown adults they copy each other off of TikTok or YouTube. I, I don't get it. Why would you do that? It's like a, a, a subtle programming, right? I yeah. mean when things go viral, form of mind control. Oh god, yeah. You know, there's a big thing right now. So a few weeks ago here in Connecticut, Jedi, you know, Project Veritas, it's the the right wing. They go undercover and they record people in in they they generally try to expose liberal organizations, Planned Parenthood, Acorn, a couple of okay. different ones. Okay. So they go they they're interviewing the assistant principal at the elementary school in Greenwich, Connecticut, one of the richest fucking cities in the world, right? Right. They've got this guy on tape. Now, mind you, the Project Veritas the fucked up thing they do is they they edit everything. It's heavily edited. So it's like, what is what's the context that you are recording this in? But they right. got the guy on tape saying he won't hire Christians, he won't hire conservatives, and he won't hire anybody over 30. That they're they're yeah. And so people are like, ah, there it is. Right. Last week. In West Hartford, which is a really nice suburb of Hartford, a teacher sent home an assignment with the word white privilege in it. And now there's this whole thing in Connecticut that they're trying to teach the kids CRT, which those things have nothing to do with one another. No one's teaching CRT. But again, they keep hearing that shit. Right. You see white privilege once and you're like, bah, they got them. They're doing it. You get this one videotape, and now suddenly people in Connecticut are like, oh, yeah, the liberal indoctrination. Funny thing is, um, there's a church here, a local. They took a bunch of kids to the January 6th insurrection. Why? That... <laughs> Why is a good question. But if you're, if you're going to complain about the liberal indoctrination of kids, and then you're bringing them to the January 6th insurrection, I mean, is that not? also indoctrination right, right. it's just the indoctrination that you like so you're cool with it it's like when people talk about activist judges they only mean it when you're voting against their interests otherwise you're an awesome judge mm -hmm. yeah know? i get that <laughs> oh yeah it's it's perspective but yeah i mean listen mind control is not hard right that's the scary part and that's why there's so many cults well, they, I mean, that's why there's so much, you know, domestic violence situations because they use the same techniques, right? Isolation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moodiness. If you, can, if you can isolate somebody from their support, the things that you can do to that person are unimaginable. Right. I mean, the thing is, too, is a lot of people, they look down on people who are uh, victims of domestic violence because it's like, why can't they just leave? But when you go to domestic violence meetings, they teach you that a person can hide their true personality for 18 months. So by then, oh, wow. the person is already in love. 
they're already isolated. They're already dependent on said partner or whoever it is, you know, so, so it's hard for them to leave. Sure. By 18 months, there's a chance you're probably living together or practically living together. Right. I mean, you're very, you become very tied into that person and it becomes very easy to be manipulated. Exactly. I mean, and then look at, look at like these peak of TikToks. Look like, you know, the, the, the chicken and NyQuil challenge. Look how people, how many people are doing that (laughs) just because of a stupid video. It's it's funny how easily influenced people are. And that's the thing that surprises me about social media is finding out how many people depend on that for their sense of conscious or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, don't don't most people I would say most people I know you're not really on social media. So I'll tell you, most people are on social media for the validation. They, they're yeah. just looking for valid. Right. I, I post like something about oh, my job sucks or whatever people are like yeah, you should quit it you're right you don't need that yeah. you're looking for validation because think about this you go on there and you're like my boss is a jerk and somebody's like you're lucky you have a job you're an idiot right you're right, right away you would lose your mind because again you're looking for validation you want everyone to be like you did the right thing you're a hero Ugh. but then now it's become such a cult yeah oh big time <laughs> Big time. People, people believe we live in an era now, Jedi, where you can basically believe whatever you want, regardless of facts. Right. And it's to me, and I don't mean to poke at religion, but it just makes the idea of things that I can't see or prove being a hundred percent true. It just sort of feeds into that idea of like, ah, trust me. And you're like, oh, all right, don't ever <laughs> trust anybody who uses the words. Trust me. Anybody who says, listen, honestly, they're lying, right? A normal human wouldn't start a sentence with, I swear to God, I'm not lying, but you are. You wouldn't say it if you weren't. (laughs) Yep. That's how you know. But, oh, man. What about now? That's good. Yeah. You can hear me okay? You sound really good. All right. All right. Let's just try to, like, I don't know, get through this. Hopefully this is fine. Um, so where are we leaving off? I could hear you guys and see you guys perfectly. We couldn't oh, hear no you shit. at all. Yeah. Uh, but you guys obviously couldn't hear me. So whatever. This is fine. What do you, What are we doing? Where, where, where are we leading off? We were talking about, um, me and Joe were talking about social media and TikTok and how, you know, there's, you know, subtle programming. So you can see what you are saying or how do we go back to, I don't know what you're saying because I couldn't hear you. Um, uh, no, I'm just worried that like, this isn't going to work. Like, can you guys hear me fine? Yes. We can now. Yeah. Cause you guys are choppy to me, but, um, this sucks. There's like trees down everywhere. There's like, uh, we have no internet. It's kind of weird how we have power though. Thank God. Um, do you want to start? Like, like we just played the music. Like I never even saw the music. Did you play the music and stuff? Yeah, you yeah. were saying hit the music as it was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. He so can't like, hear Jedi him. is frozen to me right now. Let me just say, hang on. Am I? <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I know it's my end, but I'm just saying, ah, oh, fuck. I don't know how this is going to work out. This sucks. 
And I'm trying to figure out how to join a hotspot on my phone. I can't figure that out. Do you guys ever do that? My daughter does. No. Hey, Kaylee. So I made the hotspot, but when I go to join Wi-Fi, it's not one of the ones that they... Uh, let me try this. Let me try my phone. I'm going to shut this off. I'm going to try you guys on my phone. Hang on. All right. Okay. I thought he was on his phone. <laughs> oh, man. How's it? How's things going, Joe? How's business and stuff? It's been, um, I got a ton of shit going on. I've been working uh, at a radio station too, part yeah. time, which is, yeah. Uh, I got to, I'm doing that today and every day till November 8th. Funny story. I'm actually filling in the show. The show I'm doing this morning in particular is the Alex Jones's lawyer, Norm Pattis. It's his show. I'm hosting Norm Pattis's show. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is hilarious because I've been talking a lot about the trial and I'm like, you know, Norm's <laughs> a good dude. I feel like I'm like, Norm's a good guy. Alex Jones is the worst client in the history of the world. Like, I feel terrible for Norm, although yesterday, and I had to report this. <laughs> Talk about mind control, right? <laughs> yeah. Norm, Norm's defense for Alex Jones is that the families are kind of blowing out of proportion how bad things have been for them. Yeah, I, I read that. But, you know, the psychological hurt that he's caused by saying that their children yeah. aren't real. I mean, that that's crazy. <laughs> but I read that and I was like, listen, it's it would be easy to be pissed at Norm for saying that. I'm like, but I don't know. Does he have any other defense he could make, really, at this point? Like, they're uh, overestimating how uh, bad it was. Because what else is he going to say? Um, to say sorry, right? He's like, yeah. he's over apologizing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Social media and brainwashing us slowly to believe whatever the influencer wants us to believe, whether it's um, organization. <laughs> you know, one of the things I'm hearing most from in, in my experience now, I've been doing work in conservative radio, and, and these people believe a lot of nonsense. And I hear from a lot of the listeners, they're like, how do I know which of these news stories is true and which of these news stories is false? Right. Because again, right, and we've talked about this, people that are feeding into your thought process, you're very prone to hearing that. If I'm like, Jedi, you're right about everything. You're like, oh, yeah, right? Right. And then I'm like, but there's that one thing that you don't think. And 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 I start kind of pounding that into your head. I keep pumping up. You're a really smart person. I don't, I'm not going to insult you with the details. And I'm, I am slowly convincing you, right? right? That there's more to it. And slowly but surely, as I continue to bang home those points, it's slowly going to influence and change your mind. Right, especially if it's done consistently and yep. repeatedly, right? Yeah, you oh, know? goodness gracious. The more consistency that you're getting that, the quicker and more efficient it's going to be. Right, that's why people bought Alexa. <laughs> oh, my God, right? Yeah. 
that seemed like a good idea for five minutes when everybody did it. That was like rollerblades in the 90s. Everybody did it. And then it was like, oh, I don't really want this shit. It's in my house. People are going to see this. The subtle programming with that. Almost every commercial. Alexa, turn on the light. Alexa, turn on the radio. Alexa, what song is this? The convenience. Because we're sold on how convenience, how hip, how technology advanced it is you know well you're bringing up another solid point advertising what is advertising but subliminal messaging right right? if you see my commercial and my commercial's good and you see it a hundred times you are gonna come and buy this thing i'm selling you definitely will because in your brain every time that commercial comes in and reinforces the deal and the great items the more you hear it the more you're like you know what I do need one of those. It's going to hit you one day. Like, I'm going to go do it because that's how the advertising is working. And and what they've done with social media to where you're thinking about something and then it pops up for you. That's how (laughs) they get you. (laughs) I mean, how much how many of us go? You know, we know the the lingos, especially State Farm is there. Right. We always say that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. That's the other thing. They burn it into your brain. How about McDonald's? When's the last time you saw an actual piece of food in a McDonald's commercial? Right. (laughs) They show you hip, cool people hanging out and doing stuff, but they don't show you. They don't show them eating burgers because we all know how gross that food is. And the idea is not to come eat this delicious food. The idea is McDonald's. It's awesome. It's convenient. It's around. Everybody's there. Right. That's the message. And you see it enough. You see the golden arches. It's like Pavlov's dogs. You drive by the Golden Arches and you're like, hey, Jedi, I could use a burger. How about you? (laughs) (laughs) It's so crazy. Even with music, a lot of people don't consider music as a mind control or programming, but it definitely is. Remember back in the day where everybody was breaking off that Mercedes logo off cars and wearing it? Where are they getting it from? Definitely music videos and, you know, songs. I had a cousin who was very wealthy. His family was very wealthy. He he certainly got a nice allowance. And, you know, at like his uh, his like communion and, and, you know, it'd make like four or five grand from the family. The Italians just loading them up. He got busted for stealing a whole bunch of the Mercedes emblems. And the cops came to his house and the cops knew his dad and they were like, you know, everyone says your son's doing it. And they go up to his bedroom, Jedi top drawer. I mean, first drawer they opened, it's full of all these, all of the, the Mercedes and the, some of the Jaguar signs. Yeah. <laughs> this is what an idiot this kid was. <laughs> he did it. And he just like, I'll just put it in my top drawer closest to the door. No one will ever suspect me. By the way, Do you know, I just looked this up, we see daily between 4,000 and 10,000 ads per day. I believe it. Yep. (laughs) Again, it's all meant to influence your mind. Exactly. I mean, have you heard of the, the 440 frequency programming? No. What is that? Everything was switched over. It used to be 442 frequency that uh, music 
or you know other things or things that you listen to on the radio. But for some reason, it was four four. It was changed to four forty frequency, and that frequency is like deals with your subconscious, oh. and that people could program you, and it keeps you in this this um, state of, I guess. I don't know. I would say anxiety, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? An anxiety where you're constantly fed, um, you know, aggressive things and, and your subconscious mind holds on to it. You know, it, it's subtle programming with that. And it's getting uh, into somebody's subconscious mind is, is even more devastating. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Good. God. Right. It's a, like a external influence. So you, I mean, they do it with music all the time. It, it's every re emotional response apparently has a frequency. And if you embed messages just below the surface, it's, it triggers emotions. So that's how they're, if you're huh. into mind control and programming, that's how they're doing it to us with music. Well, it's funny when you think about how emotional you can get from a piece of music. Right. And to think that it's because it's actually at 444 hertz and that is just messing with your mind and taking over your body. That's why does that not surprise me? Like I even music. Right? It's so That's crazy. why we can't have nice things, Jedi. We can't have anything. <laughs> even the music. Even the music, they're tainted. Yeah, I mean, how many of us? I mean, both you and I love rap and hip hop, right? Yeah. We have our jam, which really hypes hypes us up. I mean, look at that story that we we did before, you know, at the last show regarding uh, what Kylie Jenner's boyfriend, Travis. Is it Travis? Travis? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. And his concerts are very aggressively charged, and you know they put people in a certain mood, willing to, to jump off, you know, buildings or stairs or fences or whatnot. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, again, these people who are influencers, for the most part, most of them are good, responsible people, but the, the fear's got to be the ones that aren't. People like him. I think we're also seeing a lot more of these celebrities, especially the reality celebrities, are uh, being charged with rape right. and different things, trying to uh, lure younger women. And I mean, it's this is the problem. When you allow people influence over other people is that, exactly. again, you don't know if they're going to abuse that or not. You don't even know, right? Like you were saying before, you could be in a relationship with somebody who abuses that, let alone somebody who you admire and, and sort of look up to in a role model situation, how easy it would be. Oh, I don't know if you saw too, Ari Spears and Tiffany Haddish, the comedians. Yes. Whether that's true or not, I, there's there's definitely some question there. But again, these are two very high profile individuals, very funny, cool people. I'm not. I don't necessarily believe the story yet, Jedi. I need to see evidence on that, but I could believe it because, generally speaking, people with influence can make other people do whatever they want. Right, and they're comedians in their case, you know? They're not singers or rappers or billionaires. They're comedians. And I think that's interesting that a lot of people are influenced by comedians also. Yeah, well, again, I mean, I think anybody who 
I think anybody that you sort of hold up to, you know, I, again, I want to say like what role model status, somebody that you could sort of look up to. Um, I don't mean like a hero, but because no one's looking up to Ari Spears as a hero, you know, or or Anthony Jezelnecker. And you know what I mean? Like they're funny dudes. And again, I think they hold some sway over people. They say things again, generally speaking, if a comedian is too political. Right. Oh, that, yeah, you, that's true. And you don't agree with their politics. You're not going to like that person. Right, right. When you find a comedian who jokes about the stuff that you think is funny, that, you you know, probably you feel like they share most of your political views and they make jokes about things. Again, it's very influential on your brain. It's easy to be because especially when people are feeding into the idea that you're right. If you agree with me and you agree with me and you're right and I'm right. Right now we're like, yeah. And now we can start screwing with you because we got you right where we want you. Yeah, that, that's very true. One way or another, we're being programmed, right? Whether it's jokes or music. One of the other things I, I, I hear a lot, and this cracks me up, is in, and there's a here in Connecticut, there's a guy, he's pretty right wing. He does a, a radio show in the afternoon. And he will say and make accusations unfounded. And he just crazy for 20 minutes he's saying crazy 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 and then he starts taking phone calls from his listeners and his listeners are just parroting back everything he says and every now and again wow. it'll be like whoa 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 jedi all right that's a little far and it's like she got that from you what do you mean <laughs> she's taking it too far those were your words and now you're chastising her so he feeds them the ideas and then he sort of limits the severity of how they react to it. And I'm like, that is some serious mind control right there. You know, also the fear factor. Right. It's so easy to influence people. If you can make people afraid of something, you can get them to follow and do what you're telling them. That's that's true. But Joe, what, why do you think people are, in my opinion, and seeing all the fights online and hearing, uh, reading all these articles about people getting into it on social media, why do you think people are, aren't mentally stronger? You know, before people used to not believe so much <laughs> and do their due diligence. Uh, it's hard to find people who will do their own research versus following the crowd. Yeah, so I would say here's two things you should know. One in five people has a mental illness. Yeah, I believe that. See, so you're <laughs> talking about 20% of the population, and here things get a little bit worse. One in 100 people are sociopaths. And I, I think, <laughs> yeah, and I, I again, I think we're seeing more people who are sociopathic sort of rise into roles. I, I'll tell you right now, Jedi, there's not a person in Hollywood that I don't think is a sociopath. Yeah. All of them. And it's, yeah. and it's because it, you get to a point where, and again, as someone who's been a performer for the last 25 years of my life, you know, I used to sort of turn it on, turn it off. You get to a point where you just can't even, it's too exhausting to turn it off. And so you just be you, you just be the personality, not yourself, but the personality you created. And when you do that, I mean, you're definitely not being yourself. You know right. what I mean? Right. And if you're look at Jennifer Lawrence, the actress from Hunger Games and that movie with the Sean Jackson um, Silver Linings, Silver right. Linings playbook, whatever the movie was. I like that yeah. movie. But 
right? I mean, I think everybody knows now the situation with her and Harvey Weinstein, and I'm sure she didn't enjoy it, but she's enjoying the fame that she has now. That's what a sociopath does. A sociopath could shut that off and be like, yeah, I'll have sex with this guy to star in movies. Normal people couldn't do that. So I think I just called Jennifer uh, Lawrence a sociopath. I may have just done that. And again, I say that because of their amazing ability to turn their emotions on and off mm -hmm. to present as themselves or as a different character. That's not an easy thing to do. And, and I've said this for a long time. I think that most people in Hollywood, I think there's at least a bit of sociopathy in their brain that allows them to behave the way they do. Yeah, you feel what I I'm mean, saying? you have to. You have to. Yeah. You have to exert a level of influence and be able to keep it up. And you have to have a certain mindset in order to do that consistently again. And so, yeah, I, I, you also have to have a set of skills. You know, you have to know how to isolate a person. You have to know how to criticize them where it hurts so they'll listen to your every word. You have to, like, you know, even sleep deprivation or whatever deprivation and the peer pressure in Hollywood. Everybody is afraid of going against the grain there for whatever reason. Well, because the grain has been pretty ingrained at this point. And so you, if you don't follow, you could follow along and reap the benefits or you can speak out and be ostracized. Which one are you taking? Especially if you're a sociopath, you're like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> right. It's easy. Here's the thing. It's so much easier not to care about stuff. To not care about other people, people you're hurting, people you're taking advantage of. It's easy to do that if you are a sociopath. I'm curious to find out or, or uh, you know, what percentage of billionaires are like that. Because they have to step on people, right? They have oh, yeah. to not care about people's feelings. Or... Oh, sure. Again, I think anybody who's in a position where they have ever done the wrong thing when faced with the option of doing right or wrong and having to make that tough call to whatever, to fire 30% of your workforce the day before Christmas. Right. Ugh. I mean, there's people that are like, I'll, I'll take a pay cut and I'll, I'll, I'll do this and I'll do that. And there's people that are like, ah, fuck them. You know what? They'll be fine. They'll be get extra time at home for Christmas. That's what a sociopath thinks. That's how they can justify those things oh, and not gosh. feel bad about them. But again, to, to speak to the mind control part of this, anybody who has influence has the opportunity to abuse said influence. And I, again, I think more and more we're seeing where dude, like reality show stars are getting like fan, like young underage fans to send nudes and stuff. And it's like, you right? shouldn't even, you're not even really fucking famous technically. Yeah. Right? You're not even famous. Right. You like dance on a show that nobody gives a shit about, right? <laughs> and 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 just that little bit of influence, they're like, hey, send me your boobs. Hey, send me a dick pic or whatever. And you're like, are you insane? That would be the last thing that would go through my mind. You know, I know. if I had all this infinite power, that would like, I, I don't, I don't get it. Well, oh, I mean, gold diggers do it all the time. I mean, right? Right? Dude, when I think back to those women and Hugh Hefner, the three skanks, 
Collie and the other the other two. Oh my God! Like what? What must that have been like? And God, like, bleh. what? But that, that's a special kind of sociopathy right there. I mean, it, it's interesting. It's like who who's the winner there and who's the loser, or was it an even trade off? Right. All losers. All losers. <laughs> but you're right. They all won big. I mean, it worked out for everybody. He got to build on his reputation. They got exactly. to be famous. They got TV shows. They've got money. The blonde went and married the worst player on the Philadelphia Eagles. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Hank Basket is a, that name's popping into my head now. That feels right. But yeah, like what? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you're in you have all these political podcasts and you've been in the, that scenario so what do you think about government mind control i mean have you heard of the what the what is it the mk ultra yeah so here's my here's where i you know we talk to dr james fetzer a lot don't right. we and he thinks everything is a looney toony conspiracy Here's my thought is I look at how dysfunctional our government is. Right. And if FEMA's the one that's pulling all this off, I mean, I remember FEMA from Hurricane Katrina. They weren't very good at their job. I can't imagine that they're now tasked with whatever, whatever is going on now. <laughs> it's, I hate to say this because, you know, I don't like to throw the media under the bus, but I feel like the media is way more capable of mind control than the government. But you don't think that the media is getting some kind of direction from the government? As somebody that works in media, no, there's not. There's, there's, there really isn't. But again, like, for, I'll tell you right now, today, this afternoon, I'm talking to a, a Senate Republican and a Senate Democrat. And I'm going to push back on any of the BS, but right, I'm there to sort of help them promote and talk about their candidacy until somebody says something that I know is false. I'm going to allow them to present their case to my audience. I'll assume the audience understands that not, you know, take some of this with a grain of salt. Not everything that you hear is true. So I allow them to and the Democrat, they're both going to come on and they're both going to talk some nonsense. They're both going to stretch the truth a little bit in certain regards. And that mind control more or less is if you are or right, if you're a Democrat, you're going to believe everything the Democrat tells you. Right. If you're a Republican, you'll believe everything the Republican tells you. Right. And I'm just going to be in the middle allowing it to happen again. Like I said, I'll push back on things I know are blatantly false. I'm not a big fan. I, I can already tell you right now, the Republican senator, she's down 17 points. And our governor's race, same situation. The Republicans down 17 points. They were quick to point out polls are inaccurate. So I went and looked up Quinnipiac and they are the gold standard to polling. Their methodology is on the website. So to be like, bah, that's nonsense. What did this college called a bunch of people? <laughs> It's like, you don't understand the scientific method to polling. I'm sorry that you're stupid, but that dismissing a poll because you don't like it. The Republican was also quick to point out how close the race is with men. So I'm like, all right, wait a minute. The poll's bullshit, but you're citing the part that looks good for you. How does that work? Either the right. poll's all bullshit 
right? right? Or you're citing a piece of it that looks favorable to you. Right. That's mind control. I, I'm going to have literally all day people calling me up and be like, dude, those polls. And I'm going to explain because <laughs> I literally I wrote a piece about it, about the methodology with which they used. Right. But again, when we don't get the results we like, it's so easy for someone to be like, Jedi, that's all bullshit. That's the, the they're just made. That's the liberal agenda at work. And you're like, yeah, that's what I thought, because you wanted to think that. And someone's going to convince you that that's what it is. You want to believe it. Now you have some semblance of evidence and you're like, yeah, yeah, definitely. No, but that's where fake news comes in. Right. I mean, oh, but sure. what about Joe? What about the the mainstream media news outlets that go twenty four hours and say repeatedly about politics, politics, you know, <laughs> and and death and murders, but they don't cover you know the the stories of you know average Joe got kidnapped or you know Lady Jane. We need. You know, or the child I hate molesters. to say that, but if you're not an influencer or not a person, nobody gives a shit if you got kidnapped. People yeah. care when Charles Lindbergh's baby got caught. People don't really give a shit about Madeline McCann. Who's that? You know, oh. whatever. That stuff really does matter. And and again, you know, you, when when you talk about fake news, I'm going to bring up Fox News for a minute in a slightly different context, but Fox News will bring a guest on in the morning and that person will say things that are questionably being spun, right, to fit their right. narrative. They'll keep that same guest or similar guests on the entire day. Every show that comes on will feature that guest, that theme, and they're just pounding it into your head. Where at right. 8 o'clock in the morning, you might have been like, ah, this guy might be full of shit. By three in the afternoon, you're like, can you believe what these people are doing? This guy's <laughs> right. calling it out. And that's what I mean. You just keep pounding it into people's heads. Both sides do it. Right. right. Both sides do it. Fox does it very blatantly, I feel like. Again, they'll they'll take um that that the black sheriff from Milwaukee, Clark, David Clark, is that his name? They'll bring this guy on at 8 a.m. talking about like, you know, black lives don't matter. Dude, by seven o'clock at night, everyone's sitting there is like, yeah, black lives don't matter. You know, you're just pounding it into their head all day. And you're finding other people that can jump in and be like, you know, David Clark is right. And here's why. And you're like, yeah, you start feeding into people's biases. You start feeding into people's fears and you've got something. You're mounting something. And again, Jedi, we all want to feel like we're a hero, right? Right. You don't you don't think anything you think is wrong when it is, when even it when be. it is, you <laughs> yeah. would never you would never think to yourself, oh, my God, am I the bad guy here? You're not sitting there right thinking we, we mentioned this way earlier. But the thing with with the migrants going to Martha's Vineyard, you you think that was a cool stunt. You think it was funny. Right. Right. I was laughing when I heard it. There's you know? no way. <laughs> there's no way you're going to reflect on that later today and be like, my God, you know, those are human beings like that. That's that's not cool. They shouldn't have done that. You're not going to change your mind on that, Jedi, because then you would have to admit that your initial reaction was fucked up. And I don't just I don't I don't mean you specifically here, but like we're not programmed to be that way. We're not programmed to be like, oh, I shouldn't have laughed at that. That was kind of fucked up now that I think about it. You know, generally people will be like, you know, I've been reflecting on this for a while and 
everything I thought was exactly right. And you're like, oh, good reflection. Nice reflecting. <laughs> you reflected on it and you thought, yeah, you know what? Not only am I right, fuck you. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. I mean, because later on when I started thinking, you know, that's what they do to, you know, people who are homeless in Hawaii. They've sent them a one-way check. And when I think about it that way, yeah. It's getting me mad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> it, but now, isn't it, it? Wouldn't it be difficult for you to suddenly, if you're tomorrow and you're suddenly telling your your family and friends, are like, nah, I think that was fucked up. They're gonna be like, ah, oh, what are you? Whoop, somebody brainwash you, right? And you can't even be like, well, no, I've been thinking about it, and the more I think about it, the more I was kind of uncomfortable with it. I'm not condemning it or saying it was the worst thing in the world. I'm not gonna compare it to something Hitler did, but. Yeah, suddenly it's rubbing me the wrong way. You know, we can pull political stunts without using human beings, especially ones that don't know the language and think that you're actually helping them. And that's probably why comedians are influential because that's what makes comedians so great is that they can take something, something so obvious and make a laugh about it to where not only are you laughing at it, but you're also kind of, especially if your opinion is a little different than that, where you're like, Uh, you know, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Again, it's like it was a joke, and now you're thinking, like, that's well, a good point in the greater context. And it's like, just say you were wrong. It's okay to admit, again, sometimes your initial reaction on something might not be the final saying word on how you feel about a particular thing. But for all the do your own research people, that's the that scares me too, Jedi. Because, Why? well, I like the sentiment behind doing your own research there's seven research methods which one are you employing you didn't even know there was seven um nobody does so when you say you're doing your own research what does that even mean you know you're like well i read an article on fox i read an article on (laughs) cnn and then i just drew my conclusions that that is not doing research that is not researching anything that's also not how we determine uh, a final point in doing research. That's not I how googled it. Works. it. <laughs> right. right. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, I saw this on the Babylon B. Like, you know, that's a satire site. Yeah, that's really good though. Like, oh, okay. No, I get that. And it's funny, but it's not, it says satire right at the top of the page. What are you gonna do? I mean, again, listen, we're programmed to not admit when we're wrong. We are we hold on to the views that we have. And we justify them. It's easier to justify a thought than, again, to reflect on something, admit you were wrong first to yourself and then to other people. Nobody wants to do that, Jedi. And it's getting worse and worse. And again, the more politicized the issue, the more influential the situation, the less likely anybody is to. And so, again, I think it's easy for the government, knowing how we are, To just keep doubling down on the same bullshit because they know both sides. No one is going to break from their their line of thinking and be like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I think my guys are screwing with me, too. It's not just the other side. They don't want that. But they know that's not how the human brain works. And it's never going to happen. So what do you think about, like, you know, those shows like The View? They bring, you know, government officials on to influence the masses during prime time. Of course. Right. Of course. Yeah. Listen, these politicians want to get to you and get their messaging to you as often as possible. 
And if they could do it under the guise, Jedi, of like, hey, we're on the view, we're all just a bunch of ladies hanging out. Right. Right. You as a as a political, you you kind of oh, oh, this is fun. You put your guard down because it's like, oh, they're just on the view. How bad can this get? You know, and then they're like, Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter. And you're like, whoa, I thought you guys were going to talk about cooking and stuff. You know, <laughs> um, exactly. so when you when you take out the political arena and you put it in a different setting, the audience kind of is like, oh, this is fun. And it's not fun. It's just more the same shit. So, I mean, well, and mind control and behavior modification is one in the same. Right. Yeah. Because we're we're there. We're being programmed to change our actions, what we do, how we think and everything of the sort and you don't think that there was a government covert operations uh, there had to be how did you know what i'm saying mk ultra is a perfect example i just think that functionally speaking the government mm -hmm. isn't uh, there's a reason we don't want them to handle health care everybody says they'll screw right. it up but yet they're pulling off all these unbelievable conspiracies like right in front of us i don't know like I, I have a heart. It's it, to me, it's one or the other. It can't be both. They're either highly skilled and proficient at messing with us, or they're the bumbling idiots we see every single day. Who, even when a, a party has a majority in both houses in the White House, can't get simple legislation passed. Mm, but well, then again, Jedi, that stopped being the game a long time ago. Passing legislation, it's really it's down to winning for your party. And that's where the American people have truly gotten screwed on that mind control nonsense. Because, again, most people, right, the polls that are out now, 90% of the people say they've already made up their mind on who they're voting for. These right. next seven weeks don't matter to them at all. They've already, they already know who they're going to cast their ballot for. Nothing you can say. There was a guy uh, in August in Indiana, Republican, when the Republican primary, do you, do you know where his after party was? Where? prison because he's in jail for murdering his wife oh my gosh people were aware of that as they as the voting began and they voted for him anyway you Are know you why serious yes it's a <laughs> very republican district and he was the republican candidate they would rather have elected a murderer than a democrat like there's something wrong with that jedi and i would say about 80 to 85% of our population, that's the way they operate. Like, I, I'll throw it on the other foot, just say, a Democrat murders his wife. I would never vote for a Republican. It's like, really, over the murderer, you wouldn't? That's how That's how we don't want to be wrong. We are so programmed to not admit our faults and our flaws. That's why it's easy to fuck with people's brains. Just feed into whatever they think. Again, we've all been in a relationship with a sociopath, somebody that knew right. how to play you and they knew just how to keep the people that are important away from you. And at the same time, pumping you up just enough to make you feel good so they could tear you down to bring you back up. Yeah. <laughs> or your boss, right? Sure. <laughs> Dude, oh, my God. Best friends, bosses, right. uh, spouses, whatever. You'll find, again, if you if you come across the wrong person and again. It it sucks, Jedi, but I think the more respect you have for somebody, the yeah. easier it is for that person to destroy you and, and, and psychologically assault you. Because, again, especially 
the Deshaun Watson thing, I think, is a great example. Most of those women, like half of the women, just willingly were like, yeah, sure. I, I don't professionally give massages, but I can. Oh, you want me to? And yeah. And they were fine with it. They got a chance to meet Deshaun Watson. How awesome is that? Oh, man. <laughs> the other half was appalled by his conduct. So, again, it comes down to like a 50-50 half. We're like, oh, it was kind of neat. You know, I got the, ah. The other half were like, he was disgusting and he was trying to rape me. It's a matter of perspective. It's a matter of where are you at mentally? If you're cool with football and you think football players and guys like Deshaun Watson are great, well, then you're fine with it. And that's what this all boils down to. It's as much your own preconceived mindset that allows for someone to take advantage and to screw with you, whether it be the government, be media, or anybody. You know, it's it's easy to fall prey. If somebody can kind of get the in on you, you're done. But, okay, see, the other thing that I don't understand is all these activists, for whatever cause, they've been programmed. You know, a lot of them have been programmed. Oh, sure. A lot of them, they don't know what they're fighting for. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, the, the, the social justice warriors that think they're going to save the world on fucking Twitter. Right. You're not. <laughs> Stop tweeting. Go to a soup kitchen and volunteer your time. You'll be making exactly. a lot more. Which, again, Jedi, for me, I donate a lot of time to charity. I host a lot of events. I, My wife and I give money to charity. Every year we make donations. You know, we, we, try, to, we try to put our money where our mouth is. You know, uh, so soft side, (laughs) I'm a very, I'm a very outspoken person on a lot of issues, but I also back up what I say. Uh, and I do, I, you know, I believe in, I believe in volunteering and I believe in community. I think it's, it's the best way to get a sense of the people around you and the people in your community. You know, and I think um, the more common ground that we can find, you know, sometimes I would host a golf tournament. Right. And it's like, oh, that's the guy from the what what radio station are you at? Jedi, by the second year when I would host that same golf tournament, they're all listeners now. They all start to listen to the radio station because I'm there and I share the same passion for the cause that they did. They feel obligated to listen to my radio show action right it's right that's not necessarily mind control but again it's one of those things and it's something i recognized early where if i'm doing a lot of these events they're gonna they're gonna see me every year they're gonna almost be inclined to want to listen you know just to hear me talk about this tomorrow they're gonna want to tune in if the show's good they'll keep listening it's a little bit of manipulation and mind control i mean i'm not just out there doing charity necessarily for the fun of it Right. I see a, a, a you know, there's a, a bigger picture to all that. And I don't mean to say it in like a sociopathic way. Like I'm just out there <laughs> doing charity. For, I enjoy charity. I've done charity where the work I've literally done has made me cry while I was doing it. But yeah, it, it's people are messing with people on a daily basis here in a variety of ways. And it's getting easier to do. And it's scary. Right. It's crazy. I mean, you- even even with food, right? We're programmed. You know, like you said, McDonald's. 
all these food places choose red and yellow for their logos because when you see that you're supposed to be hungry it's supposed to trigger the feeling of being hungry and so that's why all the food fast food places uses the colors red and yellow and you know subtle programming mind control that way right <laughs> well that's the other thing like, right i said you get hit by four to ten thousand ads and again you see the logos you see the colors you're talking about frequencies i mean jedi they've got it figured out right they've right? got it figured out how to make our brain work and they're using every tool in the book to to take advantage it's crazy i mean just just you know when you realize how much they're targeting you <laughs> Well, and, and the other messed it. up part is the other messed up part is, I mean, you can go on Facebook, you can create an ad right now, Jedi, for anything, and you can target it to a very specific demographic on Facebook and bam, just boom, feeding it at them. That's how really? it works. Yes. Yes. Oh. That's crazy. Oh, my. God. And it's, you know, they're pulling in billions of dollars in, in ad revenue. They don't give a crap. But yeah, that's what a lot of this is. It's just, you know, the idea of just, you just keep feeding those messages into somebody's feed. You'll get them eventually. They'll see it. They'll come to your thing or buy your whatever. Oh man, that sucks. Social media has just made all of this, I think, a bazillion times worse. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, it's just, it's too much. It I think you much. and I very much agree on this mind control stuff. <laughs> Maybe by different people and in slightly different ways, but I'm I'm as with you on this as anything yeah. we've ever talked about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought, right? I know. <laughs> we knew we'd find something. Here it is. Mind control. I thought it was going to be the quicksand. But... <laughs> yeah, you thought it was going to be something corny, not a deep discussion about... <laughs> I love uh, the thing I, I love about you, Joe, is you're so passionate. <laughs> yeah. I love listening to your train of thought because you are 110 to 10% committed to it. I, you know what? My number one thing in life is I don't like to see people get fucked with. I don't want to be myself, my family, but even when I see it happen to other people, I hate that. I used like, I grew up as like an anti bully. I think I've told you this before. Somebody would be bullying somebody, and I'd go over and punch the bully in the face. And when the victims were like, hey, man, thanks, I'd be like, get out of here, you pussy. Grow up. <laughs> Toughen up. You know, I'm not always going to be around to help you. Like, that was, like, I was not, I didn't like anybody, but to see people get messed with like that, I, right? uh, uh, drives me nuts. Oh, man. Well, the end is here, Morks. Thanks for tuning in to Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. Unfortunately, Todd had to leave early because of technical difficulties. But Climate um, change. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's another show. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, please subscribe. Check us out on Facebook, social media, and uh, of, of, of all things, right? <laughs> yeah. Clover We're sending you right media. to the social media so we can hook you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and stay strong, my friends. Peace.